Hello, hello, everyone. How are we doing? Happy 2024. Happy New Year. It is me, your host of this podcast, Out of Office. My name is Taylor Nicole, if anyone is new and does not know who I am. But for those of you who have listened to this podcast before, welcome back. It is great to be recording again. Super excited to be putting together another episode of the podcast for you all. It's been a while, that is for sure. Um, So honestly, to even start this podcast, I think let's just go ahead and get an update on where I've been. So if anyone listening does not know me in real life, I am in grad school currently. I'm getting my master's in data science and business analytics. And around the time the last episode came out, I think I was starting up my master's program. Now, because of that, that takes up a lot of my time and was honestly still getting used to the transition from being working full-time and now being working full-time while also in school um, in a very rigorous program and I think was just adjusting to that and unfortunately podcasting had to take the back burner for a second but I think that and trust me I know I have said this a million times I think I've said it in every single episode that I've recorded, but I think that I have found a schedule and a routine that will allow me to record, edit, and produce a podcast once a week or an episode once a week and is, you know, maintainable and something I can do consistently. And so that is one of my goals for 2024 is to stick to that routine and hopefully put out more episodes. But for now, taking our first steps, we're going to go ahead and call that whole last year um, in those episodes season one of Out of Office. We are now in season two of the Out of Office podcast. Although I haven't been recording and putting out episodes, I have been kind of remaking, redesigning the social media presence that Out of Office has. Um, So if you've seen the Instagram recently, there's basically no content. Um, I think there's three posts up right now. I'll probably put a post up when this episode is released, but have been re-engineering that whole thing, re-engineering the TikTok platform. Really want to be taking that more seriously and pushing out more content there. And honestly, like overall, I just want to use 2024 as a motivation and momentum builder um, to just be more transparent and open on the podcast. And so getting into some more funny and real and um, honest experiences and conversations that I have wanted to record about but have been a little too scared Um, So 2023 was the year where I 
kind of got my sea legs in podcasting and 2024 is the year where I'm holding myself to a standard and gonna make sure that I am pushing out more content at a more regular and routine basis and sort of flow and we'll see what comes from it but honestly great way to start off the new year um we're just kind of starting this episode off wanted to catch up with you guys kind of explain where I've been and then where this is gonna go um I think a lot of the episodes that I push out this year will be just me plugging in the microphone and recording I don't want it to be a high stress activity but I definitely want to make sure I'm talking about things that are relevant So, I mean, with that being said, just thought I would talk about some things that I've been up to since I last recorded, some things that maybe I have coming up, some things that I've changed, um, maybe since it's the new year, some goals that I have for 2024. But starting with where I've been, I've been spending a lot of time with family and my boyfriend and doing grad school, of course. Working takes up a lot of my time, um, as you might expect. So that's honestly where I've been at. But some new things that I have picked up in sort of the later half of 2023 is makeup, like super beginner level. Um, It's not something that I do as like a hobby, but it's an interest I've definitely taken in and now I find a lot of pleasure and fun in um, looking at different makeup products and trying out different things and so that's something that kind of would love to talk a little bit more about on the podcast little background story to how that all happened I got pink eye which I talked about in a previous episode and I think I also mentioned that I was going to take that as an opportunity to actually invest in good makeup and that was sort of the gateway drug to continuing to invest in good makeup and sort of learn what's good, what I like, what works with my skin, what doesn't. And I found some pretty great products in doing so. So if you're interested in any of that, let me know. Um, Would love to talk about that. I've also gotten into vinyls, uh, records, if you will. I got my first ever record player I think it's a Crosby. It's a piece of shit. (laughs) So that is not a sponsorship, not an ad. Don't buy it. I got it from Walmart. It was super cheap and even less expensive on like Walmart day. (laughs) And so I purchased it, but it does the job if you're someone who's beginner vinyl collector um, and not something that like you're super pressed on the quality of the music it's great it also has a bluetooth like switch so I can just connect with my phone and listen to music that way but I've been collecting the Taylor Swift vinyls actually for a while now before I even had a record player and then kind of decided that I wanted to get a record player so I could actually listen to the vinyls that I have of Taylor Swift and now I also have a Noah Khan his vinyl and I got a Christmas vinyl during like the Christmas season to listen to and I just cannot think of the name of it right now but neither here nor there that's been a fun like hobby collection type thing that I have picked up recently um so if you have any cool vinyls or cool vinyl recommendations for like the 
Washington, D.C. area to go and find vintage vinyls or just a good selection of vinyls. They don't have to be vintage. I'm not necessarily like collecting them for value, but I just think it's a cool way to listen to music. So if you have any recommendations, let me know. Also, I touched a little bit on Taylor Swift just then. Something that we haven't spoken about is Taylor and Travis, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Huge fan of this relationship. I'm so happy for our girl. She seems very happy, well taken care of. There's like so much conversation about this and like to be super frank, I don't really care. I don't think it's anyone's business necessarily. Will I die on this hill if someone says something negative? Absolutely. But I also think like it's one thing to get invested in someone's music and social media and be a fan in that way. But like when it comes to like theorizing relationships and what that is like for that person, I think it can be a little weird. And I just it's none of my business. So I and I wouldn't ever want anyone doing that to me. So I don't do it for them, even if they're in the spotlight. Oh my gosh. I usually record with a glass of wine. However, today um, it snowed, and so I've been on a hot chocolate diet all day, and I just poured hot chocolate all over myself, which is super fun. So, okay, uh, that was a couple random things that we just spoke about. I also didn't take my medicine today. By medicine, I mean my Adderall. I think this is also something that I maybe haven't touched on. I'm severely ADHD. Um, If you know me personally, you know that. If you don't, there you go. Um, If I'm ever recording or you're ever listening to a podcast and it sounds like I am jumping from topic to topic to topic, it's because I literally am. It's just how my brain works. And today was a holiday so I didn't take my medicine because I've just been lollygagging around and that's why everything that I'm saying is probably jumbled and makes no sense but we're gonna roll with it and just see where the wind takes us. So we talked about where I've been, what I've been up to a little bit, talked about Taylor and Travis so we've hit uh, the you know biggest points of conversation that I think are necessary to talk about but Let's go ahead and talk about some goals and sort of, I guess you could say, resolutions that I have for 2024. So a little bit of background. I actually hate the idea of a New Year's resolution. I think that it's just this weird concept to like that too many people. I think it's a great concept. I think it is awesome in theory. I think that, however, it has unfortunately become a great excuse for people to fall into bad habits um, or bad patterns. Um, I think I hear it at least all the time throughout the year. Like it could be July and someone is like, oh, you know, I really need to just start meal prepping. And then they'll be like, I'm going to make that my New Year's resolution. And it's like, we have six months. Like, you're just you're gonna justify six more months of not meal prepping or not doing whatever it is that you think could make your life better or easier for six months and then just implement it right off the bat January 1st got it 
cool. Can't even imagine running into any issues with that concept. So I just think it's become this like excuse, this like blanket for not wanting to take ownership of our behaviors or our habits and not wanting to change them and put in the work to being better. And so I just think that if there, if you can think of something or if you know something, you can identify a habit or a new thing in your life that you can implement that will make your life better, that will make you a better person, that will help you become the best version of yourself. Why wouldn't you want to start the implementation process of that today, tomorrow at the latest, depending on like when that thought comes into your mind? I'm not saying that if you think about it at 11.30 p.m., you should get up and go to the gym because that's what you want to, to implement into your life. But why not, you know, start thinking about putting the plan into action the next day? Overall, the point that I'm trying to make is why wouldn't you start that process immediately and so that's just my take on new year's resolutions i think that they have unfortunately become just this wide reaching excuse for people to procrastinate which we all know that procrastination is like the biggest like bad habit in humans and so widely experienced i am the world's worst procrastinator which is also why one of my resolutions whatever or goals for 2024 is to be more organized and we'll get into that but everyone experiences procrastination in some form I think that saying this is going to be my new year's resolution just kind of like aids in procrastination in yourself or in others and so whatever I'll get off of my soapbox I don't like the term new year's resolution however Something that I do kind of enjoy is a period of like reflection and looking back at my past year when I am approaching my birthday. And today is Monday, January 15th. This past Saturday, I turned 24. I am feeling older and more tired and a little more achy as each year passes. Can't handle my alcohol. I like to go to sleep at 9 p.m. and earlier and earlier every year. Um, I already live life like a grandma, proudly, but every year I like to kind of reflect on my past year and because my birthday falls around the New Year's times, I do still like to make sort of goals and resolutions for myself for the age that I'm entering into. And so with that being said, I'm turning 24 Well, I've turned 24. I am now a 24-year-old woman. And some things that I really want to prioritize in my life this year are organization. And that's a big, like, umbrella term for a lot of different things that I want to focus on. But organization, authenticity, and family is a big one. So starting with family, I just want to be more present and intentional in the time that I spend with my family so making an effort to travel to see people that I don't get to see all the time you know thinking about like the plans that I am involved in and the events that I'm involved in or invited to and 
alternatives that are available as well. Like I don't need to go to the bars every weekend. I don't go to the bars every weekend. I actually hardly go to the bars, which I'm fine with that lifestyle. But sometimes, you know, it's offered and kind of just realizing like I would much rather spend time with my friends and family in more intimate settings and environments than be standing in a bar screaming and not knowing the conversation that you're involved in or what the other person is saying. So just being more intentional in those interactions and then authenticity. um, This kind of is my way of looping in like the creativeness that I feel like I have, especially with regards to the podcast and social media and sort of where I want my life to go. And so, you know, really just like focusing on creating good authentic content um, on all platforms and pushing that out and building a brand based on those things and those platforms Um, and then organization is a big one organization in the sense of my work life organization in the sense of my personal life in the sense of my academic life, in the sense of my creative life, like the podcast, um, my financial life, really prioritizing, saving money, building credit, putting money where it needs to be. So these are all important goals that I kind of have for myself for 2024. And as I am 24 years old and things that I'm going to be really focusing on this year, I don't have any specific reason why these are things that I chose and I think that these are things that I do very well as it is. Organization, I think I can always use a little work. People who are listening to me that know me really well are probably like, how could you possibly be more organized? Because I am a very organized person, but sometimes I just have a lot on my plate and things get murky and blended and confusing to keep up with. And so just figuring out ways to keep that separate is something that I'm actively looking into and ways to kind of compartmentalize those into different areas so that I can be the best version of myself in all of those different areas like school, finances, family, work, creative or creativity, all of that um, so that I can be the best and produce the best content or work in all of those without taking away from another you know, little category or section. So that'll definitely be challenging because also if you're someone who knows me personally, you know that I constantly have a million things on my plate. I'm always dipping my hand into something new and trying to reinvent something. And so these are all things that are going to need to be taken into account when, you know, trying to strategize how I can improve in these different areas of my life. And lastly, one of the last things that I really want to get back into I guess in 2024 is going to therapy and if you know me this might come as a surprise to you I do talk about my experience in therapy very often I think I've spoken about it briefly on the podcast but basically I was in therapy in college I had a wonderful experience I had a godsend of a therapist she was amazing and I'm actually trying to restart my sessions with her And the sort of background to why I want to go back to therapy is honestly nothing big. (laughs) Nothing really happened. No event took place that made me think, oh, I should go back to therapy. I need help processing this or anything like that. 
truly I just was thinking about I think that therapy is something that everyone should in some way take part in I think we live in a time where humans have never experienced this much technological development and this much easy access into other people's lives and that can be super overwhelming for a lot of people and I think that therapy is probably the number one way to learn how to cope with that and how to understand yourself better and sort of set boundaries within yourself and your relationships so that you are able to have this access in a healthy way. But that's a topic that we could dive into. I could talk about that and it'd be its entire own podcast episode. But I think that therapy is something that everyone should be involved in. So that's kind of just my base mentality. Also, I am in a longer term relationship and being in a relationship, especially a healthy one where you and your partner are both actively communicating and conversing about ways to show up for the other person, ways to grow as a couple, but also as individuals, especially being someone who has been to therapy, I am able to recognize patterns in my behavior that I'm not proud of all the time or that I can see being harmful to my partner or the relationship if they are given the opportunity to snowball into bigger issues. And I take a mental note of these things and me and Connor, my boyfriend, often have conversations where we talk about these things and sort of how to navigate them and how to work through them as a couple. But sometimes things come up that you need more professional guidance on and although I've been to therapy and I've worked through a lot in my life there's still a lot that I can work through and so I think that knowing that and understanding that therapy is something that I really want to get back into in 2024 so that I can continue to grow as an individual and continue to show up um, as best I can in my relationship so that my relationship will continue to thrive and grow and me and Connor will continue to to grow together as a couple and continue to be healthy and supportive and want the best for each other in the most healthy um, and productive way. So that's one of the biggest reasons why I would want to get back into therapy, not because, and again, I hate the stigma that comes with therapy, that some traumatic event had to have happened for you to want to have a therapist and want to talk things out in a productive way. That's not the case at all. Nothing happened. I just think that as I'm entering a new chapter and a new phase of life, um, I'm able to recognize that there are things that I have gone through in the past and in my childhood that I think potentially are still affecting me um, and manifesting in different interactions and relationships. And so I just want to make sure that as I grow in my adult relationships and friendships, I'm doing so in a healthy and productive way so that I can show up as the best version of myself for all of my favorite people, um, including my family and my friends and my partner. So that's kind of the background on therapy and why going back to therapy is one of my goals for 2024. I mentioned that I'm trying to start or restart my sessions with my previous therapist. She was amazing, literally gave the best advice, helped me work through so much in my life, um, and I am forever grateful to her. But um, if you are someone who has been to therapy, you probably understand the 
like <laughs> it's very much like dating and you probably understand the stress that comes with that the first therapist that I had been matched with was we just weren't very compatible and so it was just a little awkward our sessions and she ended up ghosting me which then ended up being not her ghosting me but her almost just ghosting um which sounds awful and is awful that is an awful joke but um I figured for our first episode of 2024, I'm gonna tell you about how my therapist ghosted me by going into a coma. <laughs> so, setting the scene, we are going into my senior year. I have this therapist, let's call her Camille. I have this therapist, Camille. Camille is an older woman. She is very kind, very intelligent, and had good intentions in our sessions. However, I could tell that me and Camille had grown up very differently. And while therapists are not supposed to sort of insert their own personal opinion or personal experience or whatever into their job and how they help you work through things, Camille sometimes I think struggled in not doing that and so keep in mind I'm a 21 year old 20 year old 21 year old girl and I am coming to talk about things like my ex-boyfriends getting cheated on stuff like that and Camille is this older woman who just I can tell grew up differently and has her own personal judgment um is responding to these things I'm sure as best as she can but not in the most productive way so anyways we're having our sessions they're always a little awkward they're always a little strange I definitely still got a ton from them and learned a lot but there was just always this like awkwardness I always felt like a little weird when I had to sign on for my therapy because it was online but I always felt a little weird having to like log on because I was like oh like what are we gonna talk about today and like how awkward is this gonna be and what is she gonna do that's gonna make me realize that she's judging me (laughs) um and so one day I log on and it's end of August or September maybe and so I log on and at this point I was going to therapy twice a week so Tuesdays and Thursdays I think at like 11 a.m. I had therapy and so I log on it's Tuesday Camille does not show up to our therapy session and so I'm thinking okay like no big deal maybe she sent me an email something came up she's gonna have to push it's fine so I text her and I'm like hey are we logging on for our session today? And I don't get a response. And I look at my email and she hasn't sent me anything. So I'm like, okay, well, like very unlike her. So I'm sure she'll just hop on on Thursday. We'll talk about it. It's whatever. Thursday comes around and I log on 11 o'clock for my session. And she is, again, a no-show. So I text her again, check my email, nothing. And it wasn't like I was like, in these sessions for anything super pressing or traumatic so I kind of just justified it with myself as like okay like something might have come up with another 
one of her patients or clients or whatever and like if that's a pressing matter like I hope that she knows me enough to know that like I would want her to address that but regardless I was also like at this point a little scared so I was like let me just call the place and be like hey is everything okay with my insurance like what's going on she hasn't shown up and so I call and they're like yeah everything is good with your insurance we weren't aware that she hadn't been logging on so let me see if we can get a hold of her whatever um and they were like we're so sorry like we'll keep you updated and so they end up giving me a call back and they're like we can't get a hold of Camille either we're so sorry about this like is can we set you up with a new therapist so you can start seeing someone else and I was like absolutely like sure so all this time I'm just thinking like okay this woman does not want to continue to meet with me she's ghosting me she told the company that she doesn't want to meet with me I there's no reason for me to be thinking this I was not like a bad client I wasn't talking about anything like terrible literally just like 20 year old girl problems anyways they set me up with this new therapist and she's amazing she's a godsend this is the therapist that I am now trying to go back and have sessions with but she's great we still meet bi-weekly from probably September until April May time frame right before up until I graduated because if you are military you'll understand this but essentially the military provides my or used to provide my health insurance and so once I graduated I was getting kicked off of my health insurance which also meant I was no longer going to have access to the places that I went to for my doctors my prescriptions but also my therapy so that's one of the reasons why I was doing therapy twice a week also why I needed to essentially just like bulk do therapy sessions until my graduation because I knew I was never going to be given the opportunity to have access to mental health resources as easily as I did on this insurance plan. So anyways, I I wrap up therapy. I literally, I'm days away from graduation. I am, I've said goodbye to my therapist and I am driving down to this fraternity formal and like a little context that's like unrelated but I just think adds comedic value to this story if you're in college and in Greek life you may have heard of or attended a party like this but they're like white lies or like red flags so basically you wear like a white t-shirt that has like a white lie or a red t-shirt that has like your red flag on there and in college (laughs) This entire year, my entire year of college, my senior year, any time there was a white lie party, I would say, like, my therapist didn't ghost me. Or any time there was a red flag party, I would have a shirt that said, my therapist ghosted me. I really just capitalized on this experience, and I thought it was so funny. All of my friends thought it was funny. We all joked about it. It was on like my old dating profiles because I just thought it was hilarious and just like, I was like, screw it, whatever. Like, didn't really love her anyways. But so I am in the car driving to a fraternity formal in South Carolina and it's my senior year. We're days away from graduation. Classes are over. 
we're going to be down at this fraternity formal for like a weekend and I'm in the car and I get a phone call and a voicemail and then a text message from my old therapist Camille and she basically she she tried to call me and I didn't answer my phone is always on do not disturb um so she tried to call me and didn't get through so she left me a voicemail where she pretty much said that she's been in a medically induced coma since like September because she had gotten COVID and pneumonia and I think something else and has had literally just woken up and wanted to know if I was going to be available for our session this upcoming Tuesday. And I was like, what? And then I get this text from her that basically reiterates what she is saying in the voicemail. However, in this text, she is like profusely apologizing. She's like, I'm so sorry. I I had no way of telling you what was going on. Like, obviously, babe, you were in a coma. It is no stress. Do not worry about me. She's like, do you need someone to talk to? Like, how can I support you? And I'm like reading this done with therapy. I graduated therapy at this point and I'm like, babe, girlfriend, do you need someone to talk to? Like, how can I support you? Like, do we want to work through this one? Um, because I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm okay, but I feel like this might be something that you want to, you know, dig, dig into. I feel like we might want to uncover a little bit more here. I have some resources I can share with you if you would like. We can do that whole barking exercise um, with the traumatic event that you made me do that one time. Anyways, crazy experience. Um, It was funny when it happened because I had actually been, like, literally this session before, we had been talking about my abandonment issues. (laughs) And so all this time I thought that, like, she had ghosted me and I had just been talking about my abandonment issues and I was like well this just doesn't really help how I am currently feeling (laughs) but then like I said I got paired with another phenomenal therapist um, and Camille ended up recovering from her coma Um, I've actually never spoken to her since I think I responded to the text and was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. (laughs) Um, I explained that I was no longer in therapy sessions and that I had been matched up with someone and I was okay, but that I was thinking of her and she was in my prayers and everything. But I actually think that I have a copy of the, the voicemail. Okay, I do. I have a, I have a copy of the transcription, so I'm going to read this to you all. And then we can wrap up for the episode. But basically, so this is from May 9th, 2022. Oh my gosh, just reading this is crazy. I would play it, but I just don't know how many times she says her real name and I don't want to like out her. But here we go. Hi, Kelly. Crazy that my name is Taylor. And we start off with that. But then she goes on to say, this is your long lost therapist, Camille. I'm just calling to apologize. I believe I missed our last appointment back in September and then I wasn't in touch. Uh, I deeply apologize for that. 
I just got out of the hospital last week. I was in there for, I think it was like whooping pneumonia. And I almost didn't make it. I was on a ventilator and they put me into a medically induced coma. But I'm at home now. I'm resting and I wanted to check in with you to see how you're doing. I know this is kind of a big year with or for you with graduation and everything. I wanted to make sure that you had been set up with somebody else. If you needed some help, just kind of, you know, to walk through the last year by yourself. I... I'm happy to be there to listen and kind of help you through with that. If you would give me a call back and just let me know whether you have been set up with somebody else or whether you would like to meet again or whether you feel like you are okay to go, just let me know. I hope you're doing well, but just wanted to let you know what happened. So if you could let me know, I would greatly appreciate it. Just saw the doctor last week. So if you would let me know and give me a call back, I would appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, so then she gives me her phone number. Um... I might have given her a call back or I just sent her a text because she did text me, but I don't have that, unfortunately. But that is the story of um, the time that my therapist ghosted me. And Camille, if you are listening to this, her name is not really Camille, but if somehow, if somehow you have come across my podcast and uh, are listening to this episode, thanks for tuning in first, but also hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for all of the knowledge that you shared with me. I thoroughly appreciate it. And I hope that your recovery went swimmingly. (laughs) Anyways, super all over the place episode, everyone. But thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my story. I hope it gave you some chuckles and some laughs. Thanks for tuning in. I've missed chatting with you all and looking forward to chatting again next week for the next episode of Out of Office Season 2. Have a great week, everyone. Stay safe, be happy, and talk to you later. (laughs) 